Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? That wasn't enough for Nebuchadnezzar. Do you know what he then did? He gouged the eyes out of Zedekiah so that the last image he would ever see would be that of his kids, of his sons being brutally slaughtered. And he didn't kill him. He bound him and took him to Babylon and had him live out his life, reminding him all the time of what the last image was that he ever saw. Nice fella, huh? Evil, wicked. This is the man that Daniel is rejecting the food from. See, there was risk here. Daniel knew it. But Daniel didn't falter. He had made up his mind that he was going to serve God and God alone. That was his foundation. He feared the Lord above any man. Daniel's heart was right before God. He purposed in his heart to stay faithful, and he stayed faithful. He never compromised. What a powerful lesson for us. And then we know that God showed him favor. Verse 9 again, Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. So even in this pagan culture, among these pagan peoples, that third element of this pattern, God gave him favor. I love the, uh, the website. It's, have you ever seen Got, Got Questions? We have a link to the gospel of Got, uh, Got Questions. I think it's .org. Maybe .com, maybe both. Now, I'm not endorsing them outright because I haven't read everything they have, but it's a great website. It has all sorts of answers for theology and other things, and some of it's pretty good. Again, not an endorsement. <laughs> you test all things. Hold fast to what is good. But here's the thing. I love their definition of God's favor. They define it this way. The best definition of the word favor is demonstrated delight. The favor of God can be described as a tangible evidence that a person has the approval of the Lord. When we favor someone, we want to be with them. We delight in them. We connect with them in a way we don't connect with everyone. We usually favor people who also favor us. In the same way, God shows favor to the ones who delight in, connect with, and give honor to him. Isaiah 66.2 says, These are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. 2 Chronicles 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. To be perfect toward him means we seek his favor more than we seek the favor of man or anyone else, even ourselves. Daniel had the favor of God to the point that even the chief of the eunuchs, this guy faced death if he helped Daniel, if he gave Daniel favor. So we know God's favor has no limits. This man, there's no logical reason this man should have given Daniel favor. 
But he did. Verse 10, And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who has appointed you food and drink, for why should, you see, why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. Yeah, he knew. The king's going to cut my head off, Daniel. Why are you asking me this? But we know this man feared the wrong king. He feared the wrong lord. But here's what I love. Daniel not only had a solid foundation, but this is the thing. God, God had given such wisdom to Daniel. We can learn so much from Daniel. Look at the wisdom he offers up. Verse 11. So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. Daniel had such wisdom, he didn't command or demand anything. Remember in verse 8, he requested. And now look at these. He's saying, please, it's just good manners. But look at the wisdom. He's not commanding, he's not demanding. And by the way, for those, don't get too riled up here. You know, some people get off on the, you know, the Daniel diet. We've got to have just vegetables and water. Well, understand this. The word there that's used in the Hebrew language, it means anything sown into the ground and then harvested. So it's, it's grains and vegetables. But it, sadly, it's not meat. So <laughs> um, I'm a meatitarian. So you vegetarians, I apologize. But the thing is, is that so many times, you know, you and I, we just demand things of people. And maybe it's just me. But we can be pretty demanding. But you know, the wisdom of the Lord says, don't be so demanding. Work with people. Imagine how much we could accomplish in the church alone if we just worked with people. If we worked with people through their weaknesses, through our own weaknesses. If we didn't demand. And instead of criticism, if we offered solutions. Imagine that. <laughs> how refreshing would that be in your own life? Instead of people, you know, being a negative Nelly, can I, a Debbie Downer. Uh, sorry, ladies. I, I don't know. Is there any, I don't know, negative Nick. How's that? But instead of that, what would happen if we come in love, bring solutions, don't demand, work with people, walk alongside of them? We ought to help rather than demand or criticize. You know, it reminds me of the guy, he told me this. He said, you know, before I criticize anyone, I walk a mile in their shoes. That way, when I do criticize them, I'm a mile away and I've stolen their shoes. <laughs> Don't be that guy. See, that guy needs help. That guy needs Jesus. But imagine what could happen if we would use the same wisdom that Daniel uses. Work with people. Request things. Don't demand. Be wise. But recognize, above all, Daniel was taking a huge risk. He was risking disciplinary action or the worst thing he was risking was his head being chopped off and the, the guy who was helping him, his head chopped off. He was turning down the best food and drink that money could buy. Remember, this is what the king ate. He was turning down the royal delicacies. He was turning down buffet. You know, he was turning down anything you wanted. But it was no, it was no sacrifice for Daniel. Because despite, despite the critics and despite the personal cost, Daniel chose self-denial over self-indulgence because he wasn't going to compromise his faith. He wasn't going to compromise. And I just love that example, but I love this. Uh, Charles Spurgeon said about this incident, he said, self-denial must be sought. Daniel and his friends knew this would cost them something, yet they were willing. He says, be ready for a bad name, be willing to be called a bigot, 
Be prepared for the loss of friendships. Be prepared for anything so long as you can stand fast by him who bought you and paid for you with his precious blood. Now tell me that's not timely. Spurgeon wrote this over a century ago. But think about this world we're in today. When you take a stand for Christ, they will call you a bigot. They are calling us bigots. When you take a stand for the Lord, they're going to call you names. You're going to lose friends. You may lose a job. These are just the beginning of persecution, by the way. You're going to be mocked and called crazy conspiracy theorists. (laughs) Some of you can understand. You know, it's great because we have several conspiracy theorists in this church, and I love it. We're in good company. Because there is a conspiracy. It's satanic in nature. Spirit of Antichrist, it's working all around us, and it's bringing everybody into line with what Satan wants. But we know ultimately God's plan will prevail. But I just think it's timely, and I just challenge each one of us to stand. Because when we stand, we receive God's favor. Look at verse 14. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. So Daniel, Daniel goes from favor to faith. Remember this. Faith in a parachute is only valid if what? If I jump out of an airplane. That's when I believe in that parachute. It's the same thing here. Daniel is, is walking out his faith. He says, test us for 10 days, and then we see the fulfillment of God's plan, verse 15 and 16. And at the end of 10 days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh. (laughs) Fatter in flesh doesn't mean they look chubby, you know, it means healthy, okay? But they looked fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Verse 16, thus the steward took away the portions of their delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. But this is what happens when you and I, when we stand on that foundation and we step out in faith, God shows up and he brings his fulfillment. The fulfillment of his plans in your life, but also the satisfaction, the fulfillment in your own heart. This is what happens for us. And at the end of this chapter, we see the last element of this pattern. All of that brings a culmination. It brings a beautiful future for each one of us and for Daniel and his friends. Look at verse 17 through 21. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. So not only did they pass the test, not only did they not have to defile themselves, but now God is going to continue to give them favor in all the literature and the wisdom that they're being taught, in all the understanding of visions Daniel is going to receive and dreams. Just think about the book of Daniel, how many dreams and visions we're going to look at because of this. And then it continues in verse 18. Now at the end of those days, when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they served before the king. So this jumps forward three more years after graduation. And they're brought before the king, and look at the favor of God. They're now going to serve in the king's court. Only God can do that. Little Hebrew teenagers being raised up in a short amount of time, giving the favor of God and being able to serve the king. And for what purpose? We know they're going to influence the king. Verse 20, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better. A radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, 
and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.